Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to I Mean, because I mean, <laughs> the holiday edition. We are back. Hopefully everyone's safe and sound wherever they are. I'm Monkey D. Travanti, and I'm here with Captain Morgan himself, but we're going to hold <laughs> off on the the introduction. Someone near and dear to me, one of my bestest friends in the whole wide world. We have history. Y'all about to hear all about it. Monkey D. Travanti, all platforms. Let it ride. Shout out to Spit Andretti. Shout out to the Jet Life crew, Jet Life Recordings. If you need to know what this is, and I know that you do, impeccable musical taste, he also has this as well. Inquire within I mean pot at gmail.com. Eastside never fail. We gon' take it down. Drugs or wreck itself. Mama, here's a tail. Eastside never fails. I'm gon' leave that down. And Monkey D. Trevante on IG and on Twitch. And I present you all with one of my best good friends of the whole wide world. We go way back like full flats on a Cadillac, and I present... Who's that Pokemon? <laughs> Aaron, me to you, me, Kaufman of the 902 Crew. <laughs> 902 crew. Hey. 902. Media me. You're the only person who still calls me that. <laughs> you make me sound like old Doyle. Just a old you are. <laughs> a bully who never lo- never never strayed from that path. Yeah, I know. No, I'm you know. You know that that's all fits. love. You, you know, know it's the shoe all fits, love. you just wear it. It don't matter. <laughs> Put on that comfy old shoe. It's it's all good. <laughs> man, it's a rock port. Those are built for comfort, man. Yeah, you know, it is. It but, is, it is. Know, Built to support you, no matter your stature. Oh my gosh, I, I'm sitting here, I'm trying to move some stuff, so I got like a little bit of extra length. You know, I got these, uh, I got these Samsung headphones on. I ain't cool like you. I ain't got the earmuffs. Oh, you ain't got the cans? No, no, man, I don't need them. I got, I got a big old, I got Blue Yeti over here going for me, and uh, I don't need volume when I play games. Shout out to the Blue Yeti, man. Shout out to Blue. I got two of them. I told you that, right? I got the mm-hmm. blue, uh, the blue blue yeti, and then I got the silver one, the regular regular. Yeah, no. So usually when I need these headphones, it's simply because I'm doing a Twitch sing, mm-hmm. or I'm doing, uh, or I'm doing something that's going to require like for me to actually have like audio cues. Otherwise, when I play, when I when I stream and stuff, I don't, I don't need the audio. Like it's pretty quiet in here, other than me talking to myself. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> this is uh, ladies and gentlemen, those who game, those who just enjoy and indulge twitch this gentleman is a pro gamer he's known as a syndication station how do you spell that out fully underscores and all no no don't worry about all that you gotta you ain't gotta go that far um but uh, i would i would not call me a pro gamer i'm more of um he's a pro to me i'm more like i'm more like um a light like medium pro or 
<laughs> or you know, semi, like, semi like pro. Jun- semi pro or like junior varsity. <laughs> well, all right, Joe. I'm, sit- I'm sitting bench on the junior varsity, but I come in there every once in a while with a, with a couple points. I'm trying to employ some salesmanship. You know, what I'm saying to look out for my people, uh, well, you know, for the hey, listenership, nobody, the viewership. Nobody, listen, listen. You can, you can uh, sell all you want. He's managing but expectations. You can't sell somebody a Lamborghini when they get there and and they're upset that they got. That they got a VW bug, a you Mazda know. 626. They're like, you yeah, said this was a Maserati. You know, you know, it's 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 all good because I'm still fun and we have a lot of fun on the stream. So it's you know, How? you can't come. Can't come in and expect it all. We ain't, we ain't quite there yet. We're getting there. We're How working about on it. this? Okay, he's not Dr. Disrespect yet, but he is a subject matter expert um, in a niche. That is, yes. and of the variety of Magic, Magic the Gathering. Gathering. Yes. How about yes. that? Because you are an yes. expert and master of Magic the Gathering, and that's your thing. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. That's probably a better way to go about that. Yes, yes. It's so much better. I was like, I was like a pro gamer, man. people are like said. envisioning ninja shooting people nonstop. And like well, and not only that, they Fortnite. expect me. They probably might expect me to win a lot, and we don't. Uh, we don't. At Syndication Station, we do not. Uh, we do not pride ourselves on winning. We pride ourselves on losing and not getting pissed off about it. <laughs> you mean education? It's very educational. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's real education here. I learned it's so much education. when I watch you play. I'm serious. I'm like, oh, I. I don't know what that means still, but I learned how much of yeah, it I don't so, understand. So, the, so that's, that's part of the problem with with Magic: The Gathering is. So Magic the Gathering, they consider like an eSport. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is like you don't know what's going on when you come in. You, you've come in three, four times, spent some hours just watching me play, and you still don't know a lot about what's going on, and it's because the game is so complex. Mm. You can't just sit – you just can't come in and say, well, what's going on? But like if you go into something like um, – if you were to go in, into something like um, somebody playing – uh, Starcraft. Well, you know what's going on instantly. You may not know what all the battle movements are or, or what their strategy is, but you know that they want to kill the other guy and they need to get this these resources to build these these um, you know to build these buildings to build these units. You you can kind of figure that out as you go along. Mm-hmm. Whereas with magic. There are multiple ways to win. I can win without ever dealing any damage to my opponent, and there are multiple ways to even do that. So it's it's a really complex game, and there's so much going on. It's it's really really hard. It's not like a game of poker where you can go, okay, well this hand beats this hand, this hand beats this hand, or or you have a seventy percent chance of winning or something like that. It's it's just so complex, which makes it hard for it to be what what you could consider like a legitimate esports, something that's going to get you like millions of viewers and and that they're going to be able to capitalize in such a way. But it does. It does one. Uh, it 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 is a good vehicle um, for people who know the game to learn and expand their horizons and learn how to play specific decks and and things of those natures. So, since you tend it's to... it's hard. It's it's hard to explain, but it is it is not easy to just come in and pick up on. You you have to do a little research on your own before you come in, and if you ain't got time to do the research on it, and you come in and you're not instantly hooked, like what's going on? I got to know more about this. Mm-hmm. You may not come back. 
That's understandable. Would you say that since that is a niche, though, that the people who seek it find it, and then they, and if they find it, the retention of them is extremely high because they're there for that. They sh- like they're there for that. And would uh, you say that? And this is a two-part question. Would you say that since you essentially your stream is very educational, right? Um, you. And you explain it for the layman pretty well, but you explain what's happening and what's going on almost under the auspice that the person who's watching kind of understands what's uh, happening and going on. But you do a very good, it's just an explanation period in general. Would you say that that's improved your game itself? Because I know that people who teach tend to get better at whatever their craft is because they got to make it to where sometimes okay so on on the second part of it uh explaining things and and kind of narrating what i'm doing um does it make me better like in the future yes because there's sometimes i'm sitting there and we're we'll be playing the game and i'll be like "Ooh, i just messed up and so then that makes me want to change how i'm doing the gameplay uh and and how i'm wanting to play the game like specifically and i can use this um this instance i kept having there's there's this thing on there called auto tapper so it will tap your your lands for you and if you know just know that it's tapping my resources it's it's allowed me to access my resources but if you don't do it sometimes on your own it will leave you with not the correct colors to cast like your next spell so you can in your head you can say i'm going to do a then b then c but sometimes the auto tapper will tap in such a way that you go you want to go do A, B, and C, but then you do A, and all of a sudden you don't have the mana, the correct colors, the, the correct uh, resources left to do B and C. So you 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 short sight yourself if you let the auto tapper always tap for you. So I've actually had to change up what I'm doing with um, with uh, with the actual program itself. And so yeah, I'm learning some of those things. I also get to learn like the way I. I do my stream is I'm constantly trying out different decks and trying to find uh, decks that can win for what I call the average magic player. Mm-hmm. Like I am by no means um, one of the top names in the field. I've not won any pro tours or uh, even really any of the grinder, more grinder tournaments. I've done okay in them. I've day tuned a few of them, but I have not, um, or what I would call day two, I've made uh, the the main the main tournament here in these Caldimes, a couple of those, mm-hmm. but it's not. Um, but I haven't won anything big. Um, but I consider myself the average Magic player. I'm the guy who's going to go to Friday Night Magic. I'm going to win my fair share of those. I'm going to do well in in the smaller local tournaments. And realistically, if you're just trying to play and have fun, that's really all you need. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you still want to win. So I'm trying to find ways for the person who is coming in to arena that's brand new. Uh, We've got a guy who started watching earlier this week and he came in and he was like, well, what do I need to do? He's like, I haven't played magic in years. He's like, what what do we do? How do we build this? How can I do this the cheapest way? Um, and so we're trying to find a deck that somebody who just comes in off the streets, they can come in and get wins with because the grind, if you, if you start playing something and you know that you're going to have like a major uh, rough grind, that becomes an issue, right? Nobody wants to get into a game and go, well, to have fun, I have to put in like 300 hours worth of my time before I ever, <laughs> before I ever get good. You know, it's like one piece. 
you know, there's some people out there who enjoy One Piece, and then there's some people say you've got to watch like you've got to watch like 600 hours of One Piece before it's good. And I'm just like, that's crazy making- talk. Listen, I'm just telling you, I tried <laughs> to watch it, and if it's not good in three episodes for me, I'm done. Okay. okay, that's just how it is. You get three episodes. And if the third episode, it's like, eh, you'll get a fourth, right? Okay. Okay. And after that, I'm done. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, for one piece, it just didn't do it for me. But, you know, I, this guy was like, you need to, it's, it takes like 100 hours, 120 something hours before it really gets really interesting. I'm like, well, then your writing's not good until you get to the 122 hour mark. That's, that's not cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so... I'm trying to find ways so that people who are brand new to the game can come in and not have to spend a ton of money mm-hmm. to uh, particularly um, be competitive enough to get wins. Now, they may not be able to climb the ladder and hit Mythic and things like that, but they should still be able to sit down and enjoy what they're doing and be able to get some wins and and all in all say, well, there is still a grind, but at least I'm having fun, right? Nobody wants to come in and get loss after loss after loss. You just stop playing. So. That's how I just got murked immediately when I started playing Apex. It took a minute. So I had to just step away from the game entirely. I'm like, all right, I'm not even up to speed to even be able to begin to compete. I'm getting killed ASAP. So I yeah. need to understand the mechanics of the game once I took time and just trained on my own. And I trained with Chuck um, and I just understood the mechanics. I was like, okay. And then to your point, you tweet some settings, you got rid of auto tapper so that you can have more control. I had to find a way to gain more control to move at the speed I move at and think the way that I think. So I just went, me and Chuck went back into my settings, tweet a couple of things, and that made all of the difference in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, now there's... I'm getting my kills. I'm doing good shit on Apex, something I thought was impossible when I started. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry, man. I dropped something. It's going to. Kill me if I don't pick it up. That's okay. So yeah, um, but yeah, no. So you know, so I have been able to to kind of I'm I'm slowly growing my community, right? Like when I first started off, I I remember telling you like I got to get this um, affiliate within 30 days. I got lucky. A friend of mine got me a very large raid, and then from there, I was just able to get my followers. It took me like literally up into the 30th day. When that 30th day hit, I did get my 50th follower. After that, it exploded. It, was, it, it, you know, I think I've got like 120, 130 followers now, and that's yeah. good. You I'm know, so you, when I'm, I'm telling you, when I tuned into your Twitch, your stream, I'm used to just getting direct access. Like, okay, I click on Aaron, there's Aaron doing his thing. I still don't understand anything that's happening, but I'm having fun because that's my boy, and he's having fun. I'm having fun because he's having fun. I love watching my friends have fun. And then I, I ran into a commercial. One day, that's right. That's I was right. like, We're commercialized oh, now. "Hold up, this this man that came up." I'm, yeah, that's I, right. I gotta watch a commercial first before I see my homie. Yeah, yeah. This man is. A yeah, that's too. right. <laughs> it happened just like that. So, you know, I set a goal for myself, and then we we met that goal, and now. I'm at a point now where I am slowly gaining um, a particular viewer audience, which is great. They're all what I would consider um, newer type players, which is what I want. Like I said, I'm trying to just kind of educate and show anybody what the average magic player can do. I'm, I don't think I'm ever going to be like a, like a, a top tier competitor um, because I've been doing this since I was 17. I'm not there yet. If I get there now, I'm going to be like 50 when it happens because <laughs> I've got a three-year-old and 
and it makes honestly it, it gives you brain fog i'm gonna tell you right now if you're trying to do something that requires you to have a focus and good mental energy um spend all day with the three-year-old and then try to go do your thing that requires focus and mental energy but all you're going to be doing is is baby shark in the back of your head baby shark in the back all of the time your head. it's that or chico bonbon right now like it's chico bonbon just going on right here um you know, just, just anything that is not your, what you're trying to focus on. And so I spend so much time asking my chat, Hey, what is this card guys? This is what it does. This is the color. This is the casting cost. What is the name? Cause I can't remember it. And so I'm just spend so much time looking for specific cards that I just can't pop the name off. Like I could two even, even a year and a half ago, I could pop these names off, but now she's gotten so much bigger. Like, be a dad and try to do something that's 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 mentally complex and requires you to like go through some um, go through some motions in your head. It's, buddy, I tell you what, it is it is something else. My it is like would. you're like you're like okay okay I want to do this baby shark do 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 gotta do this do 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 what was that <laughs> and that's how it is like I got twenty four seven. I got something that I'm going to recommend to you. It isn't um, a complete, it's kind of like an elixir, but it happens and occurs naturally in nature. And it's been used by monks and thinkers alike for thousands of years. And it's got a cool ass name too. I, myself personally, and Jay-Z can attest to its prowess, its uh, potency. And uh, it is not weed. It is called Lion's Mane. Have you heard of it? Never heard of it. My sir, I will send you the link. It's um, <laughs> Lion's Mane is a mushroom. It's in the same kind of family as um, Turkey Tail, which also sounds crazy, right? Um, that's a mushroom. So it's a nootropic. Mm -hmm. And a nootropic is quite literally your brain's food or brain food. And this can grow. And I'll send you some links to substantiate some of this. Um, NGL is what's called, not going to lie, just kidding. It's called neural growth factor. So it can expand your brain plasticity. It can repair what might be damaged in your head. We all got damaged. In, we all got. They, they like, ain't repairing <laughs> this shit, man. <laughs> hey. Listen. But, Listen, this thing got basically got run over by a Mack truck. You ain't repaired it. You might make it look like it used to, but it still ain't gonna work right. But just trust me, um, it'll allow you it'll give you some more brain juice and it'll be um it won't be as taxing for you to do what you usually do with your mind and you'll be able to um go from the baby stuff to the do to do, you know, a little more easily. It's not a cure all or anything like that, but it is pretty incredible. Well, I mean, anything, anything that would help. Anything because, that helps. Uh, yeah. Like, because, Linus Mane, uh, I'm telling you, it's, 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 man, it's fucking incredible. Because, I mean, you know, I think, I think I told you back in, in uh, June, I got laid off. Well, I started a brand new job on the 6th of January. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. So I'm going to be doing job, baby, stream, because I still plan on doing the stream. I may not be able to do it for the four hours like I've been doing. Mm -hmm. uh, I may have to swap some things out. We may have to cut a few days here and there mm -hmm. and maybe start streaming a day on the weekend. Um, but I do still I'm still planning on keeping the stream going, um, but it will definitely I'm sure it's going to take a taxing hit, uh, which is going to be kind of sad. But, you know, 
bills bills beckon and they require they require payment <laughs> i feel you and i'm telling you this about lion's mane we tried to describe it the way that it made us feel and the way it was pitched to me um jc sold me on it and I, you, you know i was like oh, oh okay and then i tried it and i was like jc this is like limitless like the limitless pill in the movie. <laughs> I was like, it blew my mind. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow, bro. So I just tried it and I just knew I just by the same point in any given day, no matter how many tasks I had to do, I had all kinds of mental energy that remained and a residual amount too. no matter how much I had to do, I could rise to the occasion. And it's such a small amount that's required to generate this. Um, and it, it allows you to reboot pretty quickly as well. And it has some other immuno things as well. So it can help bolster the immune system as well. But I'm just talking about the brain power. It just yeah, frees like, you up. So, I mean, well, anything, anything to so, free up this thing. Cause, yeah. uh, my mental, my mental brain capacity, we're, we're talking like it's getting to the point where like simple addition, like just screeches it to a halt. Mm-hmm. Like I am, I am just like. I got nothing. Mm-hmm. Well, you mean you got nothing? Well, man, I'm just telling you, this, this is going to require me to go and break out a TI-86. So I can get you, so I can get you your three plus four. Cause I can't think of it right now. Texas is somewhere between it's somewhere. It's somewhere between like five and 10, right? <laughs> I can get you a range. And then you're thinking of like, not even the T, not even using the calculator for what it ought to be used for. You're going back to playing brick breaker. <laughs> snake the shit yeah yes yeah, sit down Ooh, snake ain't played this oh my last high score i'm gonna beat this shit the secret games in the back <laughs> yeah and then people are like hey man did you get my get my addition answer yet no man i'm I'm working on a high score i ran into myself i hate snake yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you just you just caused me to ruin my game you know messed up my game man screw this i'm going home <laughs> i'm tired did you hear, man? Speaking of games, um, Cyberpunk is pretty it's much trash. getting a universally negative review. So much so, I've never heard of a game that just got pulled. From oh yeah, the PlayStation shows. pulled it. PlayStation pulled it. Microsoft hasn't, but they are also on board with everyone. If you need a full refund, we get yeah, it. The, we understand. Yeah. No. So the, apparently, the only platform that it works on is um, PC, and the problem. Being is that they built it for PC and then they did a his poor job at porting it. Mm. And I, okay, so I'm not going to lay this all on the developer here. It's a part, part and partial, the developer, but I'm not going to say it's the grunts like me and you who would be doing the coding and the designing and that it's not on them. I'm sure that they told them, listen, this thing's buggy. It's not ready. That's the reason they pushed it back like six weeks. Mm-hmm. The problem is the people at the top, new people been foaming at the mouth for this they wanted to get it out before christmas mm. they wanted that christmas rush instead of putting it out after christmas after all them kids get their christmas money when they could buy it and they could probably iron out these bugs have some extra time they wanted it out before mm-hmm. so what you got now is you got a buggy you got a really buggy game on old so on you know like on old consoles these consoles that they're playing them on now are like what eight ten years old yeah well yeah so they've designed it to work on stuff that's on PC. It's two years old, a year old. That's just 10 years old. And it's not like it's groundbreaking, you know, insanely, it was like insanely amazing then, you know, in comparison to the PC at the time, it just, 
then, you know, it's just not going to work. It's going to take a, long, a much, a much greater time to kind of like dumb it down and make sure that, you know, you're not getting like graphic errors and, and stuff like that. And so, you know, the people at the top uh, of whoever that publisher is kind of screwed the pooch and PlayStation just straight up pulled it. I think, cause I was going to go ahead and get it for the, and play it on the PS five, but PlayStation pulled it from the stores and gave everybody a refund. Everybody gave them a refund. What's and that's kind of unheard of because PlayStation ain't giving nobody their money back if they ain't got it. Straight Sony up. Sony ain't doing that. I've never heard of this happening before. And what's weird is there was a press release and from the CEO, I want to say of the developer, they said what we shouldn't have done was show a game that was rendered through an engine directly so what you saw was the highest possibility of the beauty like of the game right, well, the greatest they... thing that could push that but we sold everyone a game to a device <laughs> i'm sorry a console that they can't push it can't it can, push it can, that it can't push it and and yeah that's that's the thing is is so false advertisement they never yeah got well they wouldn't they game. wouldn't even let they wouldn't even let the game reviewers show screenshots that involve them this coming off of like a PS4 or an Xbox uh, Xbox One. Well, guess what? That is false advertising. I mean, mm-hmm. they're lucky that like PlayStation and Xbox really aren't taking them to court and taking them to task for false advertising because it makes them look bad. Right. You know, oh, my, my system can't push this. Well, you know, darn. You know, so so because it's Sony. I mean, they're the publisher, but really, truly, Sony and Xbox are the ones selling it to you, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure that they, you know, that the publisher gets a cut of that sale, and then Sony gets the rest of that sale. And when you do digital sales, I mean, good lord, there's not even physical media. They didn't even have to put it on anything. Are you kidding me? That's they're crazy. making making hand over fist. I so. think about you know, like when I watch a show like Silicon Valley or watch the show like Silicon Valley and you just get, it's a comedy of course, but you see some of the insights into what possibly can be conversations that happen behind closed doors in their industry. So I just thought about how crazy that conversation must've been when the higher ups at Sony were beating the door down or kicking the door in of the developers doors going, this is not what the fuck we discussed. Yeah, what in the hell is this? I just had to, I, I put my name. Yeah, we put our name on this. You know, we, we sold this to our customers and you gave us a defective product. You didn't give us um, the deliverables. <laughs> this is what you we, know. Wow. It's, it's like, um, it's like a couple years back. You remember uh, whichever car manufacturer it was, they, they manufactured this car mm-hmm. and they got these brakes and then all of a sudden the brakes were going out and they just weren't working at all. Lexus had that going on for a little, no, that was a stuck, that was a frozen I, accelerator, and they had a floor mat that, that was too big. Hmm, yeah, no brakes. But I want to. I don't. I don't remember what it what it was. It was like a Ford or a Mazda, and like people just they would push the brakes and they would get nothing out of it. Okay. These cars were just were just running away from them. Um, but it kind of reminds me of that because it wasn't it wasn't actually the motor company's fault. They bought something on the premise that it was a not a faulty product, right? And even though like the fail rate of them were really not that high, it was high enough that it was a problem. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, here it wasn't that the fail rate, you know, was like every so often. It's something that they get kind of overlook. It was like it was beyond what Bethesda puts out. Like Bethesda just makes stuff 
and it never works when it first comes out, right? Like, <laughs> like, have they ever put out a game that, you know, people didn't buy it on day one and go home and go, well, this shit don't work. It's just mad patches. <laughs> yeah. Throughout yeah. The what do you, okay. So you download the game and then it's like seven hours of patches and it's like, dude, the game's seven hours old. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, no, they've got like 14 gigs of, of patches for three gig game. And it's like, what the hell? <laughs> I'm telling you, bro, like some of these games I'm looking at nowadays, a lot of the games I've had for a minute, they're still, oh, you like you fire up the PS4 or whatever. You start beginning and download of update patch new version update patch and we talked about this in uh, a previous podcast where our tech far surpasses and it, it moves a lot faster than we are capable of as humans and we can't keep up with moore's law or none of that shit and so it takes on a life of its own because we had an idea as to how this could be applied and used in the world and then we goofy humans um uh, lying you know just leaning on our own human understanding of things and our human ways resorts our human ways and it turns into a bastardized version of whatever they envision well okay so i mean you could just take the internet itself for that mm-hmm. you know in 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 that you know initially the internet was supposed to be the information superhighway right like that like I, like did you get a weekly reader in in like middle school because i didn't the internet was new when i was like in fifth or sixth grade it was like this thing and i was like you didn't get a weekly sounds- reader yeah you didn't? Yeah. You d- no, I did. Oh, okay. I'm like, because I remember Scholastic and Weekly Readers. And- yeah, yeah. And you open up and you go through and you find the books and stuff, but it has like one little article in it. And you yeah, yeah. it immediately. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, but no, so they were talking about the internet then. And remember, it was like, oh, you'll be able to go to libraries and instantly access books. And, and we, we, we do that, right? Like you got Kindle with the readers and stuff like that. We can access music. We can access movies. People use the internet for porn. <laughs> Mostly, that's not what it was. Sure. That was not what it was designed for. But it's like probably one of the biggest industries on the internet is porn, <laughs> which isn't information, right? It's stimulation, and so instead, yep. it's the stimulation superhighway. That's yes. what it turned into. You yep. See what I'm saying? Like we were excited. I think that we're able to tie things together that didn't seem to be related to each other. And we can think more abstractly and solve problems as people in a, of our generation because of the effort it took us to ascertain or to glean this information or get it. Like we had to use the Dewey Decimal for starters, and then we had to find the book. Oh, Isaac Asimov, Isaac Asimov, all right, cool. We had to open the book, crack it up. We had smell associated. Do you, you know? remember doing like reports on countries and stuff? But you didn't have like I when I did my first reports on like any court uh any country like uh i didn't go and get online and and, and look at stuff no. no i had we had like three different sets of encyclopedias mm-hmm. in school and you went and pulled one of those things off and you went and looked through like the three or four pages that it had and then you had to make like a 15 minute like like report on this country <laughs> think, <laughs> you had to get it out of a book and think about was, think about the, this i'm weird Think about the senses that you had to employ to make this stuff happen. So, you know, your olfactory senses, like your smell and stuff is linked to memory. So, you, you, like, yeah, the smell of a book, right, which yeah, reinforces that- things. You had the kinetic, so you were highlighting things. You were bookmarking well, I mean, you- and bending pages. All of this stuff ties into and helps probably you retain the information that you eventually had unearthed. 
and then the report and then the grade, which is the reinforcement of all of these things. And so yeah. it's some shit that you still haven't forgotten, but stuff that you can look up immediately to resolve a debate you're having. You're not retaining that information because it's not yours. You didn't discover it. You type some shit in and then you didn't know how to search for it. It came back with, did but you at the same At the same time, okay, so yeah, you're right. Like you, you, you're quicker to lose the information. That yeah, you're you not really learning. For. But the thing is, is our brain goes, our brain instantly goes, I don't need this. Yep. I get, I get the answer. I understand the answer. I can explain the answer. We're done with the information. We don't really need it. It just goes into short term. And if it's not an important memory, it goes out the door. Mm. Um, so you don't need it. Right. The thing is, is if you need to know that again, you just go straight back and you re-Google it. And that information's right there. Your brain knows that that information is there. Mm-hmm. You can go get it. So that's part of the reason why we don't retain it is because the brain already knows it doesn't have to. Mm-hmm. If it had to retain it, you better believe that we would be retaining it. Like if, if you only had like, okay, man, you get one search for the country Tanzania or, or whatever. You get one search for that and you have to memorize everything you look down. And so then all of a sudden you're going to write it all down and you're going to pour over that after you're going to pour over it there. You can pour over it on the page. You're not going to forget that shit. Mm-hmm. because you got one search for it. Next time you go, you go to Tanzania, internet goes, nope, you got all your searches in on that. You're never getting into search for that again. Tough. And your that, brain would remember. And that keeps you in shape, whereas we have this mind atrophy. <laughs> right. Mental, like, we're not using it. We're really not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, like I said, that's just, it's just, it's something if you have to retain it, then yeah, your brain will always remember it. You know, like you remember your social security number, but when's the last time you looked at that card? When's the last time you touched it even? Like it might be in a wallet. It ain't really supposed to be, but it should be filed away somewhere. But when's the last time you actually looked at that? Never. <laughs> you don't you don't need it all that often, but it's just one of those things that was hammered into you and, and it is important and you may need it when you're out and about somewhere for, for whatever reason. It, it's a it's a specific number that's that's yours. And you have, you know, you just kind of have to know it. Yeah, I'd say the moment my mom explained to me what that all meant, she was like, okay, so now you have your, your birth certificate and you have your social security number. I was like, I don't know, seven, something like that. This is what your social security number means. It's the most important number you'll ever have. This is your identity. You cannot lose this. Uh, uh, it came from, uh, you know, the state capitol. Um, it's, you know, it's hard to get another one. Don't make me have to get another one. You have to memorize this because if anything happens, you know, or – You'll like you'll just need this one number, yeah. And so I never forgot it ever since. Oh, but I tell you what, if you could just look it up on your phone, you ain't all every day. If you can, you, you, I guarantee you, right now, if you put that number on your phone and said, "Well, I never have to worry about remembering it. It's always going to be here in this document as soon as I open it up." Guaranteed. Three weeks from now, somebody said, "What's your social security number?" You go. Uh, uh, shit. Uh, Let me look at my phone. They go, no, no, you can't look in your phone. You'd be like, because oh. <laughs> your brain went, we don't need this. Yep, just like that. Your brain be like, uh, don't need this no more. It's garbage, you know. And, and that's kind of how your brain. Your brain's actually really, really efficient at, keep, at keeping mm-hmm. and throwing away pertinent knowledge. Now, sometimes it'll hold on to stuff because it goes, eh, this might be useful later. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like those cords that you never want to throw away. Oh, yep. I got hella cords. Yeah, I got a box of them out here in the hall. I need to take down to the take down to the basement or down to the curb. I haven't decided where they're going. 
but I got a box of these cords. I don't know what they go to anymore, <laughs> but I know as soon as I take them down to the basement, I'm going to be like, I need that cord. Or if I take them to the curb, I'm going to be like, I need that cord. And then I'm going to have to order the son of a bitch off Amazon and give somebody like 10 bucks for it and then pay for shipping and wait a week. And then when it gets here, I'm going to be like, what was that cord for? Cell phones did the same shit, man. Like the moment I could store thousands of numbers, I ain't talking to no fucking body or people ain't talking to nobody. And you can't even recall their phone numbers. Okay. So yeah, so I can recall my childhood home phone number. Like I could dial that right now. Me too. Yeah. Um, um, I can, I can dial, uh, my wife's cell phone number by memory simply because I made myself memorize that one. Mm-hmm. Because if anything ever happens and I don't have access to my phone, but I need to get a hold of somebody, then I have one number I can call that's, that's there. But, you know, otherwise, no, I don't know anybody's number. I don't have a clue mm-hmm. what anybody's number is. I only remember mine and hers, and that's it. And I used to memorize everybody's number. Everybody's, you know, as, as a kid in like middle school and high school, I knew everybody's number. Yeah, you only Dial got a few, up, no so, You know what I'm saying? Several. Yeah. <laughs> we used to have like a little, if like if you had one, you had a little notepad, oh. notepad with a few numbers in it if you oh, needed no. it. No, none of that stuff. Makes it easy to forget. Some, yep. some Cat Morgan. Uh, got some yeah, cat. You, know, you know how it is, man. It, listen, when I stream, we have at least a two drink minimum. Usually some days it's a zero drink minimum because the night before I drank like six mm, and uh, like I'm old. Club. Well, it's, it's, it's not so much comedy club. It's no, I was just saying you said the two drink minimum. I'm like, yeah, yeah. The comedy club is. Yeah, no. So it, you know, it, it, it goes, but I need to make sure that I am uh, liquid. You know what I mean? Like I need to make sure that I can flow because mm-hmm. otherwise sometimes I, I, I can tell when I don't, when I don't have a drink and it's not necessarily that I want to be drunk or anything like that, but I need something that loosens, loosens the tongue, keeps me talking, mm-hmm. helps me just like go from the things to thing. Um, and, and alcohol just happens to do that. <laughs> Is it kind of a, you know what? Fuck it. I'm entertained. Yeah, by myself. yeah, yeah. Tonight, yeah, yeah. So, I'm so entertained like, by myself right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, so on my stream, I have a thing that's uh, it's a channel point redemption. If you go to Twitch, you're 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 familiar with channel point redemptions. But I have one that says, "Sin, sing us a song." Well, man, I can't sing for shit. I'm awful at singing. But I man, have. Did I, I have you sing a lot? <laughs> I have I have terrible stage fright when it comes to singing. I have never done karaoke in my life, but I've done Twitch sings. I have done um, um, a couple times. I have done um, just where people redeem it, and I just go find a song and sing. Like Friday, uh, somebody said, "Send sing us a song," and I I sang Billy Idol's um, "Cradle of Love." It's a cappella. There's no music behind it. It's just me singing. So all you get is my voice. So when I crack, you hear it. But people people pay to hear that shit. <laughs> so you and I, just to confirm, you and I haven't sang or sung, whichever one, past participle that shit is. We haven't done karaoke at Akiko's. That was someone else. I went to karaoke at Akiko's with you guys. I want to say you were there yeah, and Brent was there. Because I sung Poison by Alice Cooper. You remember this? I do not. Well, now you do. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm being told what I remember now. So, <laughs> okay. Okay. 
No, no, no. I'm saying now you know that that's what I. Yeah. You know what I'm saying because we had sake bombs. Yeah, I remember the sake bombs and stuff. I want to say it was Jacob and, and Kim there. Okay, okay, okay. I, I want to say, but I already remember being at, at Kiko's and maybe maybe uh, JC was there. Okay. Yeah, and then look. But yeah, I went there. I didn't sing anything. I said I was going to sing, and then y'all got drunk, and I said I'm going home. <laughs> one, I didn't like. I'm I'm not a big fan of sake. It's not. Um, oh, it's shit, it's not my cup of tea. Okay. It's it's hot and it's it's okay, but it's not. It's just not my cup of tea. You and can, it, sake's amazing with um, me and Chuck. We do sake with because I don't really drink, but when I do a nice sake with pineapple juice. 100% yeah. pineapple juice, cold, not warm. Yeah. Because I think that there's hot sake and then there's just regular sake. So we just yeah. pour the sake in there, a little bit of ice, and then it's just there. Neat. Beautiful. It's nice and light. It's not going to knock you on the booty. You're not going to suffer tomorrow. <laughs> None of that shit. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, you know, I, I don't, you have heard me sing probably all kinds of stuff. Oh, you man. were my roommate. I sing light a lot. of the Concords. It's I sing a lot. I, you know, time. I sang that. The one song that I sang a lot was uh, "Space Lord" by Monster Magnet. That was the most. I yeah, think that's like I, the number one. I song. still sing it a lot Space because Lord. the song it stuck. It stuck in my head, and I change the lyrics all the time for whatever it is that I'm doing. And so you got to have uh, been singing that damn song for 20 years. <laughs> it is like 20 years old, but yeah, no, <laughs> so. So yeah, so you've heard me sing a lot. Because I remember, I remember. I think you and you and Brent went. So you ever gonna stop singing? <laughs> no, it was no. It honest, puts years on your life. It supposedly adds. It, it, it supposedly adds like ten years to the end of your life. So maybe that's how we're so good at our age. I don't know. Yeah, well, you know, I look this good just because. Uh, you know, it's impossible for this face to look ugly. I mean, look at this, this is a scraggly ass beard. You know, it it's growing in pretty thick, but I, I still look all right. I would call it scraggly. Like, what's scraggly to you? Scraggly. Uh, scraggly is like bush. It's like, like all unkempt and crazy looking. It's not. It's oh no, this is all unkempt and crazy looking to me. Like, I feel like this is like a tumbleweed, right? Like, it could be so much more trim, it's so full, much more straight. It's full. It is full. It, has it is full, full. body. But I want it, you know, I want it to be a little bit more smooth, a little bit more straight, and a little bit more um, pleasing to the eye. Like right now, you know, I feel like, yeah, I could go out and chop down some trees, and, <laughs> you know, dig some wells and, you do, and, you know. You do have the pea bunion going on. Yeah, know. yeah. You know, I feel like, you know, if I throw on some flannel, I'm, you know, I'll fit the, in. Chuck got the beard. fit the beard. in out there in the, in the hills. the beard. We all got beard. Beard gang, fam. Beard gang. Well, you know, I mean, this is my COVID beard. We got so the, the white, thing was the white strands happening. We got the soft. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Look at this. Look bro, at this. I bro. got the I got the Jack Black. I'm right the there Jack with Black you. The Jack Black gray. Yeah. Look at this stuff. I'm right yeah. there with you. Like you think that's light shining off my shit? Nope. White. <laughs> now this this is this is this up here. You've always had you know, this struggle. glare. You've all had you've always had the uh the Mr. Clean struggle though. Like you've always Well, had I didn't have it until a specific ex-girlfriend. I remember one day I looked down at the I had taken a shower and I looked down and just like handfuls of hair were just coming out of me. I think that my big brother can um it was, attribute his hair loss in the same area the same way. It was a, it was a it was a girl. miserable <laughs> it was a miserable relationship. And and um I wanna say that just stress kind of got me, but also like 
I've also looked at it, and some people up here, like their head, their scalp kind of turns into scar tissue, and that's kind of what's happened up here. It's kind of like if you were to compare it to scar tissue, it kind of has that same look as well. Mm. And that may just be like the scalp, but I want to say that stress just really just, it just fell out when I was about 21, 22 years old. Mm -hmm. I had a girl, I loved her a lot, but man, she was a bitch. And I mean that in the most endearing way possible. Like, she was pretty she and she was, was nice to everybody but me Damn. nice to everybody but me i did everything and i could to please i did everything i could right to out of a comic book mm. <laughs> i did everything i could to please this girl and um paid for things did stuff that i didn't have money to do always trying to take care of this girl and i, I mean obviously it didn't work out um she literally took been, some of your powers oh she took all the power <laughs> she just took she actually 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 honestly she didn't take my power when she broke up with me she gave me all the power Ooh. after after that i was done being somebody else's bitch boy i was done you know how was, in like an rpg right everything has a cost so if you want to use this ability and it's stronger than those abilities it takes a higher amount of mana or a higher amount of mp yep right because it takes away more hp it's similar to that it sounds like it's like look she gave me my power but guess what it costs my fucking Everything. hair it cost me my hair, <laughs> my hair. Right. It, did. it did i remember so a, a thing about this is before we had Marilyn. I want to say like three or four months before we had her, we're walking through Walmart. It was about, uh, it was, it was like in the middle of the summer or something. And this little kid, she's all of like three or four riding on the front of her car. Her mom's telling her, don't do that. Don't do that. And then they get close to me. <coughs> she goes, look, mommy, look, mommy. He ain't got no hair. <laughs> and the mom turned about as red as this coke can and i cracked <laughs> up laughing and i said no i don't honey i certainly don't it all fell out <laughs> tackled i mean but that mom was so embarrassed and i was like listen kids are just like that they just say exactly what they're thinking you can't be mad at kids for that you just can't they're learning there's no point in hurting that little girl's feelings and being upset about it. Like you need to do something about your kid. No, mm. hell no. Your kid's cute. Your kid's honest. Keep them that way. Yeah. Make because... sure that they're always that blunt and that open and honest. Don't get them to hide what they're thinking and feeling. That's part of the problem with the world. Today. That's a People lot hide of what they think and feel. That's so many um, aspects of the problems today is that everyone's phony. Everyone's fake. No one knows how anyone feels until it gets to a point to where, where it, bo it boils over. It's a powder keg, right? Ba-boom. Yeah. What the hell was this all about? Well, <laughs> ever since I was seven, I had these feelings and I never worked those out. Yeah. Now I'm 39. I haven't worked those out. <laughs> Everyone else is to suffer because of the, of the piece of shit that yeah. I have always been and grew up to be a greater version well, it's, of. It's not, necess it's not necessarily that, that these people, you know, people who are, are necessarily a piece of shit, but boy, once you lose your temper, everybody thinks you're a piece of shit because mm -hmm, sure. you can't, because you can no longer convey how you feel in your emotions in a constructive, in a constructive format. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you come across like a dick and nobody cares. Then nobody cares about your problems. And then it's on you, right? Yeah. Then everybody's like, well, that's your problem. And in all reality, it's social con it's it's the social construct problem, right? Like people should have said you can say what you think or what you want to think or or what you believe, 
and you don't have to be a shithead about it. Mm-hmm. And people need to understand and be able to communicate back with you why you're right or wrong without being, you know, also without being a douche. Back. Awesome. People need right. people need to be able to actually have a conversation and people are afraid to hurt other people's feelings and people nobody wants to be wrong, right? Like if I told you the sky is red and you went, no, motherfucker, the sky is blue. And then we went to another person and they said the sky is green. Well, then what? You know what I mean? Like people need to be able to have be able to have a conversation and they need to be able to accept being wrong. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just wrong. I was wrong. I've had plenty of conversations with both you and Brent where I was way wrong. And I actually had to call up Brent like multiple times. Dude, I'm sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was way wrong. <clears throat> then you but you don't com- always know. Then you get them conversations where, hey, the sky's blue. Nope, it's red. No, it's green. Let's all agree to disagree. No, motherfucker, yeah, there's a just... fact in there. There's a fact in there. <laughs> there's a fact in there. So yeah. you can't always agree to yeah. disagree. You there's can't always facts. just abort mission and understanding and fucking discernment. No, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. No one wants to listen. They Nobody heard you, and it doesn't suit their story or their narrative <laughs> about how they think the world works. Well, and, and that's and that and that's kind of what's going on in the world today, right? Like specifically right here in the United States, you've got people who literally believe that the election was stolen. There is zero proof to back that up, mm-hmm. but it doesn't fit their ideology in their head. So they are not going to believe that. Mm-hmm. And that's dangerous. They're they don't want to listen and they they don't want to listen and they don't know how to anymore. They are so inundated. Remember how I was telling you when we talked, I get these I get these emails from the Donald Trump thing. All they're doing, all that you're set up to do is divide people. Mm-hmm. And then so if if you believe that people hate you and that these people who are, are, are hate you and they want to do you harm, well, yeah, now all of a sudden, well, well, they hate me, so they definitely stole this. They they rigged it. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's a problem, right? You have to be able to accept a fact. You have to be able to accept that you're wrong. You have to be able to accept when you win or lose. Mm-hmm. There's not a participation trophy. It's not like <clears throat> it's not like Trump gets to be like president the third or something under, you know, it's not <laughs> like he gets to keep it's not like he gets to be keep being president. No, you you lost. And so you lost. You, you, you go where the losers go. To, away. Yeah, you you lost. It's yeah. over. But no, he's like, no, I didn't lose. I won by a lot. And it's like, man, under no circumstance did you win by a lot. You won by as much as you lost by 2016, and that was a landslide victory, you said. So you lost in a landslide. You lost to a landslide in your own uncertain terms. You lost. And if you can't accept reality and you continue to um, propagate a false thing, you know, it's like the when people say, you know, if you tell your lie – if you tell yourself a lie so many times, eventually it becomes true. It becomes your truth. <clears throat> so even if initially he didn't believe what he was saying, at this point he said it so much, he might actually truly believe that. And there's no amount of truth that people can give him that's going to convince him otherwise. And that's a scary thought, right? Like <clears throat> people go into mental institutions for for those type of reasons. Mm-hmm. The man needs to be, you know. It, likely institutionalized if you can't figure out that you lost you lost a race you the addition adds up you know and, and that's the problem is, is is they've hand counted a lot of this stuff fake the math, fake math. 
fake math. One plus one equals two. No, motherfucker. It always equals two. It always equals two. It always equals. It always adds. You know, the number the next number is always the next number. It's not like it goes 298, 344. I mean, it's really not how it goes. You can't debate them. You know what I'm saying? That's why they came up with mathematics. I'm sure it's like so that so, you know there could be yeah numbers are numbers are a certain thing, and when you can't even accept like basic reality, basic numbers, it's a real issue. Everyone wants to be a storyteller instead, and I don't like the way that that sounds. I don't like that story. I'm writing my own, so I'm yeah, only well, going to accept what I'm willing to put on this page. Well, I'm sorry, you know that's that's not how your story goes. Well, you know? in my chapter. Sir, it's going to go like this, and I'm going to say things and go about the world and life in a certain kind of way that guarantees a certain kind of ending to my story. And and unfortunately, that's just not how real life works. And and, and like I said, mine goes and (laughs) yeah, and and it's it's a it's a scary proposition. And then you have all these people who you know for one reason or another continue to believe it because okay, so if that was your leader that you believed in that you feel has done a good job, you're not going to expect him to lie to you, right? You're not going to, you expect him to give you the truth. You think he's telling you the truth. Therefore, if he says the sky is gray and you go outside and you look at him and says it's blue, but maybe it might be a shade of gray. Well, fine. The, the, you know, the shit's gray. And that's, that's what's happened is people are so inundated with believing him that they can't believe that he's going to do something wrong or say something wrong or be wrong. And everybody is fallible. There's not a perfect human being. Right. It's just, that's just all there is to it. Nobody is perfect. I am definitely not perfect. I'm wrong about 90% of the time. And the 10% of the right, 10% of the time I am right. It's on accident. (laughs) Brother, brother, I am correct by mistake so much and I'm wrong on, bro, I'm telling you, bro, this ain't no listenership. This ain't a news station. I'm not a journalist. We be wrong, fam. We be wrong. We just talking. We just shooting the shit the way that we shoot the shit. That's it. We people. That's it. I'm not a doctor. I am am always wrong. (laughs) Hell fire. It's similar to your point, man, that you made about the fact that, um, I don't, know, I don't know if I can make this point. One of us. Um, where, you know, it's even crazier to me. It's not even him. Someone like him. It's the fact that he was born of this. He was literally made in America. He actually is a representation. He's almost a projection. He's He's a physical manifestation of... America, like of America, you know what I'm saying? Like he's a hyper realized. Yeah, like a hyper. Like he's like, hyperbolic. Like on, he is. Yes, hyperbolic. If America like was a person, steroids. as America is, not the dope version of America we paint to the world for them to see and think that's dope and nice. I'm no, talking about no, no, no. America, is, the dirty he underbelly. Is, he's he that. is definitely. Yeah. And the he people is, got what they deserved. Unfortunately, a lot of good individuals who mean well and want, you know, peace and um, harmony and you know so, for this place to go in a good direction they get roped up into this whole thing too it's our nation yeah and you know like i said not everybody who who supports the man is is a racist not everybody is a selfish you know person they're not they're not all um you know what i would consider like evil people i, I don't think that at all i think that he does uh perpetuate a lot of those things and i think he does it on purpose 
Um, and I, I truly believe that. I don't think that that's that that that's um, even um, by accident. Um, simply because of the things that have come out about the man, uh, considering that you know they talked about him reading and like taking notes out of Mein Kampf. Mm-hmm. That's that. he goes and hangs out. He goes and hangs out with these dictators and come back and says, "Oh, they're great people. They're great guys. They're great guys." Really, really, and then you lose an election and you try to basically stage a coup. And that's what he's tried to do, you know. And he's in his in his supporters, you know, some of his more uh, supporters who have like this large platform. Instead of saying, "Dude, you lost," they're all like, "Dude, you need to use military force. We need to. You got to stay in power, man. You got to stay in power." You know, it's more demented, than and that is scary. You know, it's more demented than he. Them, them. It's oh, way trying. more. It's way more of them than he. You see what I'm saying? Well, if well, they're that just riding. Are that goofy? They're well. That's the thing is they're just so he controls. Like he's like the the puppet head, right? He yeah. ain't the arms. He ain't the body. He ain't nothing. He's just the puppet head. Somebody else has their hand up his ass doing the talking. But everybody's riding in that chariot, and they're like, "Dude, we could we could take control and just stay in power." And he don't give a flying fuck about them or their fates, what happens to them, their futures. He doesn't care. He about doesn't care. That. No, he's already care. won. The moment he got elected, he won. You see what I'm saying? He won. He won way back when. This is all extra. This is all icing. You know well, what I'm saying? These are style so, points. Kudos points. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right now he's styling on America. He's just styling on America. Yeah, like he's just styling yeah, that's, on that. That's some real style. He said back in the fucking nineties, he was like, "I'm gonna do this like this because these cats are this stupid." Yep, and he, he wasn't then, wrong. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong, and that's scary. Yes, that's, that's scary. What I'm, about. I'm more concerned about America than I'm more concerned about my neighbors being insane yes. than I am than I am him. Exactly. Yes, that's what they have. About. They actually have no power. Mm-hmm. They have like zero power, mm-hmm. but we, unless we give it to them. But somebody can knock on your door, have a 12 mm-hmm. gauge right there, chitty, chitty, bang, bang. All because of some shit they read that they thought was true. That wasn't that they refuse not to believe because it suits or, or, or refuse to or refuse to investigate or acknowledge. Right. Because they don't. They, they don't they, use the noodle. They no. don't have a mind of their own. It's a hive mind. You see what I'm saying? It's crazy. Don't scary. They don't it's have scary. their own original thoughts. They can't be open-minded enough to go, you know what? I like that part, but that part I don't fuck with. No. Wholesale ideas. Yeah. Ideas. Oh, yeah. No, they no, buy no. it all. No, it's it's like... It's in bulk it's, from Costco. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They bought it in bulk. It's yeah. like, oh, well, if you buy... If you buy this, this right here, it also comes with all this bullshit. Yes. Now the bullshit's what's real expensive in the back, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna tell you right now, you got to card around all that bullshit for this little diamond. You want this diamond? It's like four years of your life. You want it? Mm-hmm. You want you want this little shining piece? Because the bullshit's in the back, and the card's coming. It's gonna take us four years to deliver it, and it's yours. You're gonna have to shovel it for four years. You want to do that? Uh huh. And then mm-hmm. they get it, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, we put some perfume in this bullshit." So. You're going to like the way it smells. <laughs> and then they roll around it and they don't know the rolling around and bullshit anymore. It's insane. You know, and um, like I told my wife, I stopped getting my news from like CNN and stuff because mm-hmm. they think like I do. 
right? Like that's their mindset. My, the, I share that mindset. I get my news now from like Fox News. I'll go look at Newsmax. I want to see what they're reporting. I want to see what they're telling their constituents, people who are like-minded of them, because sometimes if they say something that I agree with, I'm like, well, that's not bad. That's wrong. I understand. Mm-hmm. They've done that a couple times. Fox News has done that a couple times. I'm like, yeah, that's some bullshit. That does need to be looked at. There's nothing wrong with that. I want to see what the other side thinks. Because if you don't know what the other side thinks, you could never have a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. And get as you many sides as possible, right? You have to understand your your opponent, right? right? And and it's sad when you when you have to think that way, but you you have to understand your opponent. You have to understand the way they think. You have to understand their mannerisms and the things that bother them. Sun Tzu probably. I guarantee you, son, like just somewhere in that damn book, The Art of War, it's been said over and over again throughout all time, right? Any grand orator, um, you know, uh, your Alexander the Great, your Chinggis Khan, they've all said something similar, understanding the enemy. You have to know what you're up against. And you can substitute the word enemy listenership for whatever you might want to use, but you know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. You know yeah, saying? your opponent. You your you opponent. have to you have to know what your opponent is thinking. You have to know what your opponent wants to do, and because how can you maneuver otherwise? Yeah, because otherwise you're just you're just going in blind, and you're gonna you just have to hope to get lucky that you hack what you need to hack at. Yeah, I don't uh, want a head but a bullet. <laughs> no, I'd rather you know just not have to dodge it at all. Trying to avoid skirmishes altogether if I can. Yeah, but you know you have to know what you're you're looking at, and you have to know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, honestly, I'm kind of glad I get those emails. But at the same time, they're fucking disturbing. You got to know what the fuck they own, though, so that you know how to move and where to move. Well, I mean, when they when they send out, when when DonaldJTrump.com sends out an email that says, the left hates you, they want you to die. Okay. Seriously? Exactly. The left, <laughs> okay, so, so, so Democrats... In particular, try to write up as many socioeconomical, you know, laws as possible, things to benefit the most amount of people. Now, it doesn't mean they're always right or the best way to go about those things. They be the, trash too, listenership. But, let but they, be but known. yeah, but they, I think you know, they but, garbage. But you know, yeah, they are all they, for shit, the most part. They're, they're all garbage. But but that shit don't be true. <laughs> that but, shit but, but, true. but but that's but that's what they sell, right? Yeah. That's what they sell. They're trying to sell that they want to do things for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't do that. All they want to do shit for is, oh, we got to give the rich tax tax breaks, and then that'll come back and it'll help you. Someday, seven generations from now. But not y'all. Yeah. Not today or tomorrow or next mm-hmm. year. It's over for you. And we'll no, be long but, gone but, with all of your money and proceeds in the meantime. And yeah. maybe someday. Maybe one day you'll get something. You will be bippity boppity booed into prosperity. <laughs> If you yeah, line our pockets is, with your hopes and dreams now. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's just, you know, that's just kind of where I stand. So I just, I try to get all my, all my news from, from like a, a news source that doesn't think the way I do, because I'm trying to learn how they think. And I also want to see where my deficiencies are right. Like, what am I missing? What do I not pick up on? Mm-hmm. Um, and where I kind of come up short. Uh, I don't think that, um, I don't think that I'm going to miss anything major by doing that. Like, I feel like I'm actually going to learn more. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that's kind of how I try to do things. 
And it helps me out actually when I game. That's another thing I have to do when I'm playing Magic. I have to think about what my opponent's moves are. What cards could they have in hand? What are they trying to do? And how do I counteract it? Um, so it, you know, that's that type of thinking actually helps me out in pretty much everyday life. Like, what is my opponent trying to do? What do I need to do to get to where I want to be? Isn't that um, the essential elements of shout out to Sifu, um, to um, problem solving, right? Looking at as yeah. many possible spokes to the wheel as possible and seeing the central theme where the spokes emanate from or they converge to. And then you're like, oh, I see it from all these different sides. And that way, um, your opinion or your thought, your takeaway from something, your level of discernment does hold water. It's like, oh, this is a more well-developed, um, you know, assertion. Yeah. And I don't. So and I learned this a long time ago. This is from me being wrong and i learned this one from from brad i know you know who brad is yes. um, but so it was on my first uh semester at uh, L. I just moved in and i was walking back and i heard this girl she was arguing with her boyfriend or something on the phone and it just bugged me um because she said something to along the facts along the lines that Life isn't always black and white. There's a lot of gray in between. And I said, and when I went back, I messaged him and I was like, man, I was like, this bugs me. I was like, what is she talking about? There's a lot of gray in between. I was like, everything is black and white, right? Like everything is either, you know, it's, it's, it's one or the other, mm -hmm. right? Either it is or it ain't. She's talking yeah, about. Either, either, either it is she, or it ain't. She thinks about how it is or ain't. That's the gray. <laughs> But so, but so me and Brad had a very long, and when I say very long, we're talking like multi-week argument over this statement. Mm -hmm. And he was like, no, there's a lot of gray. He's like, there's a lot more gray area than you even know. And we had multiple arguments about this, like for weeks. And this was just like somebody else's conversation. But that particular, <laughs> that particular uh, thought process just like bugged me because up until that point, that's how I approached life was everything was black and white. Mm. You either did or you didn't, or it was, or it wasn't. There was no in between, right? Mm -hmm. Like you either did this or you didn't do this. There was no in between. And he was like, well, you're wrong. He's like, you can do stuff. He's like, right? Like if you throw a dart at the bullseye and you're aiming at the bullseye, he's like, you're not always going to hit it. He's like, sometimes you will, sometimes you won't. And he's like, yeah, the black and white is, is whether you hit it or not. But the gray is, is that you were aiming at it. You're right? He's like, yeah. Well, he was like, he's like, he's like, the gray is always what you're aiming at and what you're trying to accomplish mm. or the gray is, is the fallout from the black and the white, whether you did or you didn't, or you do, or you don't. He's like all that, all that stuff. And between that lettering, like there is where the black hits and the white hits. Like if you're just looking at his typeface, there's a small little smidgen where the black and the white meld. And it's a small line of gray that we don't even see, but that gray is there. And I guarantee you there's more gray than you know about and when he started, when we, and that's kind of how I lost the, the argument right then and there. I was like, well, he's not wrong. Um, and he's also not wrong because we, at the time we were throwing darts a lot. Um, you, hey, you put me, listenership, this is the brother <laughs> that put me on the darts. We threw hella darts in 902, fam. Yes, yes. So 902, the night I moved in, I said, you guys stay up late. And, and they said, well, wh what do you mean? Why? I said, because if you stay up late, I'm not putting this dollar board on this wall. I'm putting it on this wall. 
because uh, I stay up late and they didn't understand what I meant by stay up late because I would stay up until 5, 6 a.m. They'd be getting up going to class. My ass would be like, I'm going to go lay down now. That was our <laughs> first conversation you, like we all ever had. You came up with a shopping cart and had your PC tower in there and a couple of other things in your monitor. And then they had a dartboard and that was the first thing you put up. And I was like, that was the most <laughs> important thing to him. And that yep. became the most important thing to all of us because that became the thing when we had to think things through. We're just yeah, you just think, you just throw it. You throw it, you throw it at the wall. It, it was great, you know. It was just a good way to one. It's it's actually decent exercise for your arm. You don't think that something weighs just a couple ounces. Mm-hmm. You're gonna throw it a couple times. It, it's not that big a deal. But man, that motion and trying to get it that far and be accurate, like it's pretty actually pretty decent exercise for your arm. I know when I go play. Now for you, you know, Captain works out, you know, ninja over there. I seen I seen you posting your workout photos. You come out, yeah. I've been uh, Man, I've been doing my kickboxing so long, kickboxing or whatever it was you used to do. Yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I'm just getting fat over here. But uh for me, you know, and I do that for like two or three hours or four hours, uh, depending on how long I end up throwing with my friends. My arm is sore the whole day next day. Like it's like Right there, and you know, right here in this little spot, right here. Oh man, all those muscles ache. Oh yeah, just, bringing it back. Yeah. No, bringing yeah. it back, and then that that release, mm-hmm. that snap. Oh my gosh! But it's funny. Yeah, I didn't realize until basically now at this stage of my life, at uh, thirty three, that um, damn you're young, man. <laughs> yeah, but, you uh, a baby. I'm about to be thirty nine in twenty twenty one. The first two months. I'll be 39. Big, big bro, Mark just turned 42. Full vitality you two have, though. But um, I see it now. It was more of a meditation. I was trying to understand what that feeling was of me solving problems by not even really thinking about them, yeah. but just clearing my mind, freeing my mind up and thinking of nothing but just the task, which was just throwing darts accurately and with precision after I got accurate. It was a meditation. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, you're sitting there and you're playing with folks and yeah, you might be playing a game and trying to win, but mm-hmm. you end up talking about stuff, right? You end up having conversations and like, this is what's going on. You know, I'm dating this girl, but she's on my nerves because of this and this. Is it my fault? Is it her fault? Mm-hmm. Is it our fault? Is it her fault? Is it her fault, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, we circle back around to, is it my fault? No, is it her fault? <laughs> But we solved, it's her fault. We solved a lot of fucking problems playing rock band two and throwing darts. Yes. Oh god, yeah. Lots of rock band. Oh my gosh. Oh man, back in the day, yeah. We're giving away our age, but I am I am much older than you. I I was I was I was one of them nineteen eighty two babies. I know how to use the VCR and program the clock on it. Nobody knows how to program a clock oh, on them motherfuckers. Man, I remember the pause still feature, bro, where you could just keep tapping pause and they would just inch a frame. Remember that? I remember. Well, yeah, that. How else do you think I saw my first boob? <laughs> I remember uh, <laughs> by the um, high speed. Right, that's true. Because titties would fly by a screen so fast because like they wanted it in their story, but they knew that there were ramifications for showing kids boobs, and so they would. It would be in. A, Intro sequence of a joint, Beverly Hills Bordello, or some you know some shit on Skinamax. So there's a so the movie Excalibur was uh, the first movie I ever saw where there was like softcore porn for just a second in it, and it's at the very beginning. But there's boobies in it, and man, I used to put that shit on pause, 
It's a booby. It's a booby. <laughs> we can't do none of that, man. You know what, man? You, you just hop on, man. That's all kind of crazy ways. Like you now, know. now you know. Now, if a kid wants to see a booby, they just pull up. They just pull up uh, Google Chrome and put Ooh. it in, in, in what is it? The... Reddit titties at the camera roll. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Reddit. Just. Oh, my gosh. Reddit. You can get anything on Reddit. It Good Lord. Whole, it is a whole ace. What, what is this? What is this mode called? Yeah. You go into incognito mode. Just. Psh. That's the mode. Sure. Yep. That's the mode. Designed. Bring up whatever you want. It's designed for porn. That's designed it. It's for designed grime. for. Everything's designed for grime. Huh? It's all that mode is designed for is for porn. This Don't want to save no cookies. Don't, ain't no information superhighway. It's a stimulation no, superhighway. No, it's, it's the porn highway. It's a stimulation superhighway, man. I'm telling you. So people can't feel feelings or nothing now. They don't know how to talk. Don't know how to walk. Don't know how to talk to girls. Don't nothing. It's like no. You know what? I'm going so, home since you said no. I'm going home and everyone's going to say yes. Speaking, download. Yeah, I'm downloading my girlfriend. She's 13 <laughs> minutes and 17 seconds long. But I only need six. <laughs> I only need 13 of them seconds. <laughs> but speaking of that, speaking about how people don't know how to talk to girls, mm-hmm. men don't know how to talk to women. Men don't know how to treat women anymore. And it's primarily, I want to say it's the Zoomer uh, generation that's right behind us. Mm. As my cousin, she's 22, 23, and she tells me how guys talk to her. And I'm like, seriously, like that's the pickup line now. Like we used to say this as a joke and that's the pickup line now. Like it basically like it's like, girl, you want to go home and fuck? Basically, that's their that's their pickup lines. You know what? She's like, she's like, (laughs) they don't know how to flirt anymore. She's like, nobody knows. She's like, they just they all act like it's some something out of a porno. She's like, mm. they don't know how to talk to people anymore. You know what's crazy is that it's equal parts them being trash at proceeding the way that they do. So they don't know how to, one, they don't have the patience to even begin a conversation. So if like, and Cass will tell me, man, I just said like, you know, a sentence and then that was it. I was like, she didn't respond? No. And so what people do now is they just disappear. Like, Oh, yeah. Oh, they ghost. They, like, they just ghost. So no one will actually give anything enough energy to become a vibe. You see what I'm saying? Well, no I mean, one gets to distill enough to generate the interest in, oh, well, follow to make interest or keep interest or yeah. anything like No like, one's in it. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like people think – so. When I was growing up, this is what scared me about my uh, about my cousin. This is something that scared me about her. And and to her credit, she has definitely disproved and and gotten rid of all those fears for me. She works hard. I didn't think she was she would be a hard worker. She's she's everything I never thought she would be. To be honest, she's she's bright. She's brilliant. She's a hard worker. Um, I always thought she would kind of be trouble just because of who her parents were. So you had high uh, hopes they, for her. I, I, I did not have high hopes. I expected, you know, like I said, and I love her to death. I do. I love her to death. And it was just, even as a teenager, she was a, listen, when, when we got married, we asked her to do a, a specific thing, which was just stay here and watch the dog for five days. Can you stay here and watch the dog? We'll give you money. We'll leave you a hundred bucks. 
We'll leave you everything you need. Can you just stay here and watch the dog for five days? Make sure he's got food, water, go out. Uh-huh. She's here for the first day. We haven't had our wedding yet. She's here for the first day. We're just kind of acclimating her with everything before we before we go get married and stuff. And it was literally the day before we leave here. And she was here for maybe 20 hours and she lost her shit. She was she was just impossible to deal with so i didn't have a lot of high hopes for her Mm -hmm. at that point i was kind of she was done with us because i pissed her off um and i was kind of done with her because she pissed us off right um but in all honesty i'm super proud of her she just graduated college from eku uh she was always on the dean's list she's done things i did not do you know, uh, she is here in Louisville now, and she is planning on uh, going to U of L for law school Dang. in the fall. Like I said, she's doing a lot more than I did. I thought she was going to be nothing but trouble. She's doing way more than I did. She's always held a job. Uh, she saves money very well. Um, she's just she's just bright, well spoken. Not who I thought she was going to be at the ripe old age of seventeen. She is not the seventeen year old girl that she used to be and she's this was five years ago six years ago right like she's just not the 16 17 year old girl that i remember um so i'm super i'm super stoked for her um but you know she tells me she she tells me all kinds of stuff about how like guys talk to her and stuff and she's like their pickup lines are just like hey you know that's it like hey (laughs) oh no hey netflix and chill baby yo Chicks would be on that shit with me, bro. Like, they'll hit you with a, hey, which I'm like, all right, she's a girl, so I'm cool. That's all I need. Listen, right? yeah, yeah. All a guy needs that's is, all, hey, oh, is she pretty? All, well, I'm interested. Let's all, find that's out. That's all a dude Tell need. me more. You give me Tell a hey, me and I'm like, right? So we cool. Yeah, but like, now like, like with, the, but like with the chick, you got to be like, hey, I like your shoes. Yes. It's Where'd you be get something. those? Tell me about the story behind that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, how's your grandma? You yeah. know, you have to like start digging or and, like and asking like crazy questions. Comment on some kind of suggestive kind of uh, you, like you know, ooh, like photo she might have posted. But you're talking about something that has nothing to do with her body and shit. <laughs> something yeah. Right in the oh back. yeah. Oh yeah. Something yeah. you read in the back. Oh yeah. Yep. And you gotta be like, yo, that jacket looks really nice on you. Might look better in my floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm so yeah. glad I'm married because I don't want to do the dating scene. The more you <laughs> motherfuckers know, jot this shit down. But no, it's a nightmare, sir. I'm just going to tell you. Dating is a especially, nightmare. Bro, I'm telling you. So, chicks will like, you know, say some shit like, um, here's just an example. Please don't be boring. And I'm like... What does that see? The concept of boredom, I have a different take on. Usually, in my experience, when people talk about boredom and being bored, especially consistently, they're boring people. Well, because they rely so heavily on others. Yeah, for their own entertainment that they don't realize that they are. You bitch, you're boring. Yeah, it's like, it's like, dude, you're. You're vanilla. Yes. Stop you being want, boring. And you at least add some M&Ms to the mix. Like you won't something, suffer from boredom if you weren't boring. Don't you see how this yeah, works? Work on yourself. Don't yes. worry about me being boring. Shit. And nowadays I'm sitting over here going, man, if I was dating, I would so hope whoever it was I was Dude. dating would be boring because I tell you what, <laughs> I don't want to go any fucking, I don't want to do Always outside. Like, shit. why these hoes always outside somewhere? Yeah, man? why? Yeah, people are like, oh, I'm going to go jogging and hiking and stuff. And I'm like, why? 
we have a hole indoors that's not miserable to be in with bugs and where people the, driving around. Where are the great indoors? You always yeah, talking the about the great indoors. outdoors. We got the great indoors. Look, we, could, we could be watching a good movie. A good anything. one. A you're, good one, yeah. You talk about good. being bored. You got to jump out of a fucking helicopter, like yeah. No, to, I don't need all that. No, I don't need that much stimulation. I'm pretty no. stimulated. I have lots of interesting things going on inside of here. My world's yeah. way better than yours. I'm talking about, the, please don't be boring. No, please, that's please my plea boring. to you, bitch, is yeah, please. to please don't be boring. I don't please. worry about myself being with myself, but you can't be with yourself because guess what? You're boring. You're <laughs> Please don't be boring. Well, okay. So I'm not going to be boring unless you think these things are boring. Do you find these boring? Yes. Well, okay. We're done here. I'm telling you what they say. Like, instead of saying, I have absolutely no interests, therefore I'm not interesting because I'm not interesting because I'm not, I'm not interested in interests. I don't have interests. It instead is, please don't be boring. I understand yeah, no. the coded language. Y'all jot this shit down, listenership. I understand this coded language. So whenever you see somebody talking about boredom and boring and I'm bored, you, well, they're just telling you I am boring. Yep. And it's like, well, are you pretty? And they tend to be from time to time. Well, sometimes they are, then other times I'm you're doubly like, offended when they're not. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> you goof. Come on. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Wicked Witch of the Southwest looking at her, bitch. You talking about please don't be boring. Please don't be boring. You look at her and she looks like Gru. Please be attractive, (laughs) Gru. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Rocket from Guardians of the Galaxy looking at her. Come on. I see see things float around all the time. I got to be interesting. (laughs) Where um, I think it's this meme. I think it's like it's this girl. She sends, you know, how tall are you? You know, and you know, he sends back uh, like like a like a six two or something, and then she goes, "Oh, thankfully." And he goes, "Well, how much do you weigh?" She's like, "Well, what? Why does that matter? Why the fuck does my height matter, bitch? Hey, like, bitch what, what, why does that matter? We're the same height when we're horizontal." Oh! <laughs> <laughs> how about that? Yeah. So I dated I dated a girl. She was like six two. You've met me. I ain't nowhere near six foot. She no, was six two. You weren't. She was tall. You ain't even flirting with six feet. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, flirting with five nine. What are you talking about? You're as tall but, as you uh, need to be. It's all good. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I can climb anything. You got the job done. <laughs> but I dated this girl. She was like six. She was like six two, and we dated for all of three weeks. And the reason we broke up, and this was explicitly the reason, is because I wasn't taller than her. <laughs> that was it. Had a good relationship. We had fun. She met all my friends. We, we got along great. She broke up with me. She said, well, my friend thinks we looks funny, so I'm going to break up. Oh, what? <laughs> hey, what grade was this? Uh, this was right before I moved back to Louisville. So 2005, <laughs> she was she was a sophomore in college at UK. Too old for this shit. <laughs> this is what you said. That's what I thought. I was I was actually angry with her. I said, "This is some bullshit." <laughs> I understand if I was in second grade and some chick dropped me for some dumb reason. Well, yeah, because you're in second grade. We're I mean, all, what other reasons are there? We're all more. You like chocolate milk, and I like the I, white milk. I like strawberry. Know? Yeah, it's like yeah. well, we can't go together. I understand. Yeah, we, can't, we don't go together. We ain't got nothing going on. I asked her. I out, like but, Super Mario, and you like Super you know, Mario too. Tough, I mean, come on, know? we should do dumb shit. Like I asked a girl out with a crystal that I got from Mammoth Cave. So I mean, 
You know, you been to Mammoth Cave? I ain't never been. No, I got it from Mammoth Cave. Someone else went to Mammoth Cave, brought it back to Mammoth Cave, and I had me a bargaining chip. So it was much more. It was a much more heavily loaded yes, no, or maybe no. Oh man, it, the people who are going to listen to this are going to be like, man, these guys are idiots. <laughs> hey, they know this already. They already know this about me. They're learning it about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're learning that. about me. They're going to be like, this guy has no clue and i'm gonna be like nope i told you like 20 minutes ago half an hour ago i'm wrong about everything we don't say 10 percent the 10 percent of time i'm right it's on accident we mistakenly said some okay shit today it's okay sometimes (laughs) yeah sometimes sometimes. hey be like that sometimes so but yeah so you know life is life is good over here you know i said i'm i'm happily married you got a girl in the pandemic bro you win it. Yeah. You win it. I got, and I got a three-year-old. I have been so insulated. People talk all the time. Like I'll be on my Twitter feed and people be like, tell me one good thing about 2020. I'm like, I got to spend the last six months with my three-year-old girl. I've got to spend all that time bonding with her. She's kept me insulated from bullshit mm-hmm. every single day. Ain't nothing dope you know outside, bro. Ain't nothing dope I've had food. <laughs> I've got a house. I've got a backyard. We can go outside and play. We've been outside and played. We've done things. The only downside to 2020 is none for me. I have zero downsides. I have always wanted six months to stay at home. Six months I've been unemployed, but I've been paid because I have never been unemployed before. So I had all kind of unemployment, right? Just backed up, paid for, good for me. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody was as lucky, but I've had zero worries. I've had zero stress. I've not been this de-stressed in my entire life. You've been building your empire. You know what I'm saying? You know, I've been, yeah, you know what? I mean, I have, I have, uh, I got to try to do something that I've always wanted to do kind of, um, something I want to continue doing is something that I kind of hope works out for me. And if it doesn't, it's a fine hobby. Um, but you know, right now, I mean, right now it's nothing more than that, but it is very fun. And I'm hoping that it, it does pick up, uh, it is definitely, it is, dude, streaming is harder than I had ever imagined it would be. Honestly, it's the hardest job I've ever had. Hey, working, it is working on them revenue streams. Is Hey, think about, and I say this all the time. I, I tell people, or this is just the way that I see things is like, just think about what it is that you're asking for. Just, just period. What is it that you're asking for? Most people don't ask for a whole lot. And so they get that pretty handily, pretty easily, pretty readily takes a little bit of time that's it not a whole lot's required of them their spirit their soul nothing right the their brain they get it so they get it before typically you do so i think about what i ask for what i envision see i have visions i have a vision you have a vision you envision things and people like that they sweat a little bit more they bleed a little bit more they sweat a little bit more they cry a lot more they have the price of admission is higher. The price tag on what their dreams might be or hopes or their ambitions are. The cost of admission is so much higher. They're asking for more. So you got to pay. And so in order to get that, you got to sweat in the way that you've never sweated, train in a way you've never had to train before and think about things ad nauseum all of the time until it becomes a second nature thing. And once it takes on a life of its own, it does. It does. And it the journey is the reward. And you know but, what that meant? The journey's the reward T-shirt I had. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, in all re- re- reality, it is the hardest. It, 
it's it's the hardest job I've ever had. I've never seen a single dime. I've not I've not been paid. I have made affiliates, so the the stream is monetized. I can make money from mm-hmm. it if I get to be popular enough. Um, but but in all reality, I've not made a single dime from it yet. Uh, yet, but it is very fun. I do enjoy doing it. Um, but I didn't know when I sat down to stream day one. I was like. Can I ask a friend of mine? He helped me build my computer. It's a brand new computer. What you back got? in September? Huh? What you got going on? Oh man! So I got me a. Um, I went AMD. So I got an AMD thirty nine hundred XT or whatever the heck it is in there. I've got uh, a gigabyte. I don't even know what the the graphics card is, but it was it was basically like the step down between behind the 2070 but it's a gigabyte and it's actually out will outperform the 2070 in specific instances mm. um and i've got like 32 gig of ram right so i've got uh i've got that going on mm-hmm. um i could break it down even more but i would actually have to go and like you said remember how i told you i can't remember shit <laughs> uh, this is this is part of it. This is what the lion's mane is going to be for. You, yeah, because like, I can't remember anything. Out, dog. You don't go like, fuck, it is fun guy. I, I never knew fun guy. <laughs> yeah. Should have been on so, this. So, you know, so I got this, I got this really cool metal case. It's like an NZXT uh, GX G19, G14 classified. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, this thing looks, it just, it's the most metal thing I've ever built or put together. Right. Yeah. Okay. But um, but it is it is really awesome. It's it, it's pretty cool. But I asked him. I said, "Man, can I stream on this?" He's like, "Do you got good internet?" And I said, "Yeah." He's like, "Well, then this thing's going to stream basically like a champ." He's like, yeah. "You'll be fine. You stream whatever whatever you want to put on there." He's like, "It'll play any new game that ever comes out probably in the next three or four years." Mm-hmm. He's like, "It'll play it just fine." He's like. You'll be good. He's like, and you can stream with it. And I was like, okay, cool. And I asked um, Brad, because he had got me a uh, webcam, basically, so we could play uh, Paper Magic in COVID world. Well, you don't want to be face-to-face playing cards. Oh, 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 okay. So I thought that was the title of the the fucking game. (laughs) No. Why why would they do this? Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, so we got, uh, so we got some webcams, and I asked him, I said, "Is this a decent webcam to stream with?" And he's like, "Well, it'll do 1080p." Yours looks they good. Should, he's like, "It should be good." So I was like, uh, "Okay, well, uh, I guess I'm going to stream." So if you give me a minute, I'll show you something. One second. Yes, sir. I'll be right back myself. Hang on. Yeah. Took you long enough. And we're back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're back. So um, if you notice now, like, see how there's still light, but the glare is gone off the top of my head? Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, like I said, I was going to stream. Well, initially I was streaming with just an overhead light. That didn't work. I got some desk lamps and initially I had them facing and pointing at me. That just made the glare worse. And I would have like white out, like, see, notice how like you can actually still see the color of my hand and it's not washed out and just like pure bright pure yep. bright white i had to figure out lighting um did, did you get the diffuse nope nope here i'll show you what's going on yes, so it is. so these are desk lamps but notice they are facing away you're bouncing they are basically they're facing away from me photography yeah. 101 that way you're getting it's based so it's the same concept as a light box 
diffusing the the lights yep. so that it's soft. Yeah, I'm just using the walls to diffuse versus like an umbrella. That's or so something. smart. Exactly. So it's the same thing. So you know, I got that going on, and and so that gets rid of the glare, got rid of the white, you know, the washout, mm-hmm. things like that. And then all of a sudden, it was like, dude, you got to. Somebody came in. His name is like Table Turns. He's a streamer. He's a small time streamer, but I haven't seen him stream in a while, so I hope he's doing okay. Um, but he's like, dude, you're, turn. yeah. Uh, he's he's a cool dude. He really is. He got he came on one day and he was like, hey man, your audio is clippy. I said, what do you mean it's clippy? And he's like, your audio is terrible. He's like, I'm only hearing about every third word. He's like, I can see your speaking. He's like, I can make out some sentences. He's like, but your audio is really clippy today. And it hasn't been. Well, come to find out, it was because I was using the microphone on my webcam. Mm. So I had to go get Blue Yeti. Now I've got a good microphone. And so, you know, it's just been learning about audio and 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 photography you got to know you got to know audio visual um and and now I'm, I'm to the point where the next step for me is to get like emotes and overlays and transitions and all that stuff is in video production right like that's video protection at this point i'm learning baby steps video production mm-hmm. and that goes without saying you know, that is a steep curve for somebody to learn if they've never been a part of it before. Uh-oh. Somebody's yelling at me. So. Sorry. That's all good. Because you have the capacity to learn, though. The Well, uh, you know, that's. Rather quickly, that's, you pick it up like you do everything else. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, so it's, it's um, you know, so it's, it's always kind of going that direction is I'm always trying to, to, um, I'm always trying to learn. Mm -hmm. Um, but this was just a little bit more than I had, um, really thought when I, when I decided I was going to stream, I was like, can I stream? Yes. Well, once I started streaming, it was like, well, your lighting sucks. Your audio sucks. The only thing that doesn't suck is a webcam. So it was like, well, get this, get this. And then like, it's like my, my chair sucks. And like, we got like a a chair and I got a new chair, but it's not new to me, but it's new chair for me. $5. We talked about this before. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, I'll still send you that. No, I already sent it to you. You sent it. You sent it. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Like when you get that further down the road, definitely <clears throat> it's it's a beautiful experience so um but yeah so you know so now like but now so like i need those things those are the next things that are on the list and a guy was talking to him he's like well you just need to get them and i said i said man i said i don't have the cash i need to, resources like, bitch <laughs> i was like i was like i need resources i was like i need more subs i need stuff to come in i was mm-hmm. like you know if i could make an extra two or three hundred dollars from my stream then i can put the two or three hundred dollars back into the stream mm-hmm. and then more people want to come here right mm-hmm. oh well then he instantly subbed he said well let me put my money where my mouth is and, and so he subbed and and that was really cool Shout out to um, him. that's cool um so like i said i'm, I'm slowly building my stuff but Oh no. Well. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, um He was doing some computer shit, yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> sorry. Um 
my wife is as is we're gonna have to wrap this up here in a few minutes my wife is obviously uh she says she is not feeling well Indeed. and and she needs well one she needs some sleep neither one of us slept very good mm. um but we're kind of hoping we're just not sick uh i hope so too absolutely so well, yeah, I mean, like, I feel fine, um, but we have both been, I mean, we're in, we're the, we're in the Ohio Valley, mm-hmm. um, so, you know, it could be allergies, we're just, I helped my, I helped my cousin move, and now she's sick, and then, mm. now all of a sudden, my wife is getting sick, and, um, I would you just, know, so. I would just stay indoors for a little bit. Yeah, well, she's supposed to go to her mom's tomorrow and take Maryland, so what may end up happening is Maryland just may end up going, um, who knows. So Maryland's feeling fine, but Jamie's feeling a little down. Yeah, I I'll, think Jamie's I'll keep just Jamie. Down. I'll keep Jamie at the house. Uh, we can. Yeah. She wants to know if we should. She wants to know if we should go uh, test for COVID. We might. We might should. I recommend y'all do that. So, yeah. I mean, this is welcome to to news it. Welcome to news at T, you know, at T. Yeah. This this just in. Yo, straight up. We, this is breaking news. Yeah, so we may we may go do that uh, in the morning, which is not something I really want to go to, but I would rather be safe than sorry, specifically mm-hmm. since we have like Christmas plans coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would rather I'd rather get tested and be negative versus uh be positive and not get tested. Yep. So, you know, and that's and then there's a wake of just destruction. <laughs> yes. Gone. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, we do not want any of that. So um that may be something we go do in the morning. So Okay. Yay. But um but yeah, no, so so yeah, so just streaming, like for anybody out there who listens to to the podcast, if uh, if you're thinking about streaming and you want to pick it up, I'm going to tell you right now, that's just, that's just the audio visual. No, we haven't even gotten to the networking yet. Like it mm-hmm. requires a lot of networking. It requires a lot of being supportive to other people. Um, and, and just kind of hoping that you get the same re- uh, support back. Sometimes you will, sometimes you won't, but you can never like waver in your support. So you have to find somebody you enjoy, uh, don't try to support somebody who's like a large streamer um, because they're not going to be able to discern you out of the crowd. You're going to have to find a bunch of small streamers and kind of build a network that way. And that's, that's what I've done. You have to build your own network. Community, um, it, right? Yeah. You have to build your own community and it's, you can't be discouraged when your community and everybody averages like 17 to 20 viewers. Like that's okay. We all it's start at fun. zero. Yeah. 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 Everybody starts at zero. Um, but figure out a way that you can build your community up. Um, but you have to start with another, with a lot of people who are in the same position. If you try to go to like Ninja or who's like Dr. Disrespect or, or anybody in, in who is in the upper echelons of streaming, buddy, they can't, they just can't give you the support that you're going to need. Even if they wanted to, they, they just can't like, why would they dump their stream into somebody who has no history? Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and they're not going to, they're going to dump their stream where uh, they think that their viewers will have the most fun. So you, you kind of follow that, that route, right? Like, so you build your network up and everybody kind of ends up sharing the same viewers 
but that's what you want, right? Like if, if you were building a TV station, like back in my day, home improvement followed like Roseanne or whatever the hell else was on that channel. You watch the <laughs> yeah. same shit, right? I like, was, like I was just talking about that. I was, we were talking about Mr. Wilson the other day. Like, well, yeah. I just want to see the lower half of his face. They did it on the final episode. And I don't even remember what it looked like. Yo, it changed everything. I was like, wow, I've never wanted. It was, it was weird to want to see something so strange, like someone's lower half of their face. Yeah, just because all you ever saw was this. You just saw him and Picket Fence, him and yeah. Fence, and yep. then you finally saw it, the final episode. Um, but that's because they were taking the fence down. Everyone's Mr. Wilson now. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, everybody's Mr. Wilson. Everyone's Mr. Wilson. So. Um, that's the name um, of the podcast episode. <laughs> Mr. Wilson. Everyone's Mr. Wilson. But, you know, I mean, and that's kind of how, and that's kind of how you want to do it. So like if you're streaming, you want to make sure you can fall within a network. Um, If you're a bunch of small streamers, eventually more as uh, one streamer will grow, if they get to dump into you, then you're going to grow with them. Right. And if Mm -hmm. you grow and you're dumping into people, you're still showing them support. Well, then they can grow with you. So you get to kind of grow that network. And eventually as you get to a certain size, your network will be incorporated into the much larger networks. And that's just kind of what it, you know, what it is and, and, and how it works. And this is all non-sexual listenership. Um, everyone's dumping into everyone consensually. If anyone yes. wants to be dumped into, of course. But if you don't <laughs> want to be dumped into, then there's no dumping into you. You understand? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, so and so, and what I mean by that is like the raids that know, happens when people, but, yeah. My but, listeners um, are smart. They put two and seven together to get eleven. Fourteen, right? No. <laughs> Nine fool. Now I didn't set the parameters. Like, was this multiplication or addition? <laughs> yeah, you didn't set the. You just said you just said seven and I two. Just and said I said like, seven and two, which is also true. Yeah, and that's the gray area, folks. Hey, callback joke. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think we are at a point. I think we've been doing this now for about an hour, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would love to. I would love to keep on going. I'd You'll love be to back. keep on keeping on. You know, You'll dig it dirt. Brother. You know, come on now, like, life's a garden. Dig it. You my brother, uh, man. Like you'll be back <laughs> on this podcast anyway. Like this is just the first. This is just the introduction into my world. Like you know what I'm saying. So, uh, but so, the uh, your syndication is, station. Yeah, yeah, syndication underscore station. Mm-hmm. And I put that um, in the the, uh, the description below too. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you a message here in a minute uh, with it. But um, my wife is not feeling well, so I'm going to have to uh, probably call it here. Mm-hmm. I do. I do thank you for having me on, and I'm glad we got to sit here and chill and talk about everything from magic to politics to girls to life. We ran the gamut, didn't we? Like this is what we do. <laughs> we like ran. Family. We ran a whole gamut of stuff. <laughs> we didn't even talk about the PS5 yet. No, no. The super scalpers, bro. We got plenty of time. We all got time. Yeah, so, so we're gonna um, get it in. I, yeah, so I pray for you I'm, and the family. Um, hopefully it's going to be a negative result and that sort of thing, and yeah, that you guys hopefully. are just feeling shitty. And then hopefully you'll feel unshitty very soon. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm um, but I'm going to go down here and take care of them too. Right, uh, let let her get get some rest, and uh, I'll holler at you later, man. All right, brother, man, and we'll see you again soon. Send that text message and share my love with all of them, man. All right, I sure will. All right, brother. Have a good night. You too. Peace. Peace.
Ladies and gentlemen, that was Aaron Medium Me Kaufman. And I'll put his information in the description below. That's another one of my brothers, uh, the closest people to me in my life, man. Absolutely. If you have any questions or inquiries, content submissions, send it all to imeanpod at gmail.com. I am Monkey D. Travanti at all of the platforms, really. I'm mostly on IG. And also be sure to pray for my brother and his wife and his family. Obviously, as you heard, they're a little under the weather, and hopefully it's just that. Heated floors, the world is yours. Your bitch mine for a limited time. Can't be front line. Cloud chasing at a high. Smoked out, mapping out a new paper route. What it is, make millions before they take you out. Show your bros how you did it. Y'all all caking now. Put some serious figures down. Wolf of Wall Street, chips and Switzerland bank accounts. Your rhymes good, but they bout shit that you not about. While I'm sitting back at the family, smoke of the family by the light of fresh as soon as I step out. That back seat like a motherfucking couch. Shout out to Spit Andretti. I do this every episode, basically. Turn the money machine on. JLR, Jet Life Recordings. Currency. You know what it is. And again, take this time to like, subscribe. You you can't like on the DSPs, but you can uh, damn sure subscribe. Damn sure tell your friends about this and your family and your tribe about this. Because this is every episode. You know that, right? Monkey D. Trevante, all of these platforms on Twitch. Instagram, IG, as you know. Twitter. I'm never on Facebook. And you know how I'm coming about you And you them niggas coming at your head I'm at the top, yeah, I'm all about you uh, The name of this cut is High Rise by Currency and Aaliyah Fleury Riding through your hood with your top laid back Yeah, they screaming for you Sound like a plan to me. Enjoy the life that we done built. Ooh, and I'ma find that chick. She gonna find me too. And we gonna smoke and we gonna enjoy the life that we built. You feel me? In the meantime, under construction. You feel me? <laughs> Monkey D. Trevanti out. I love y'all. Stay tuned.